time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. It's time for another edition of the Reengineering Your Finances podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Charles Weldy. Charles is the founder of CP Weldy Group. He's why you're here serving you in Delaware and Chester County areas with an office in Chad's Ford on Route 52. You can find the team online by going to cpweldygroup.com. Charles specializes in creating tax-efficient retirement plans, and I have a feeling on today's show we're going to dive a little bit into that conversation coming up in a few moments. If you've got any questions for Charles about the podcast or about maybe a financial question you've got on the mind, I'll remind you a great way to get in touch is to pick up the phone and call Charles at 610-388-7705. That's 610 610- 388-7705. Also a reminder that if you are a uh, you know real savvy podcaster kind of person and you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on iTunes, Google Play. It's also on Stitcher and iHeartRadio and TuneIn and pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts. And after a couple more episodes, we'll even have it on Spotify as well. So wherever you like to get your podcasts, you can find the Reengineering Your Finances show. So just uh, if you use a particular app that doesn't have the show on it, let us know and we'll make sure it gets submitted to that platform. Charles, thanks for taking the time out to join us again for another episode. How have you been, sir? Pretty good, Walter. Thank you. Glad to hear that. And we've got a great conversation today. We're going to talk about one of the commonly asked financial questions. It's a situation that Charles has faced many times before. And Charles, it's that situation when somebody comes into your office and they're being offered a buyout of their pension. They can take the lump sum or go with that pension offer, that kind of lifetime income guarantee option. And it's kind of this age-old question now in the financial world, which one do you choose? Which one do you take? How often are you getting folks coming through the door with those kinds of questions? And what's the conversation look like? Well, it's funny that you asked that question, Walter, because about three years ago, one of my current clients came in. And just to protect the innocent, I'll call her Paula. And she was uh, an engineer only 62 years old. And basically she had a decision to make, should I take a $42,000 a year annual pension beginning at age 62 for the rest of my life? Or should I take a lump sum distribution of a half a million dollars? And if I ask that question to the general public, I would think that probably two out of three people would opt to take the pension. What are your thoughts? Two out of three would take the pension. I mean, it's hard to turn down the idea of, you know, that recurring lifetime income. So that, yeah, that sounds absolutely. accurate to me. Yeah. Well, the big thing that people don't think about when they make that decision, and even advisors too, because if truth be told, you know, five years ago, someone walked in my office with that same question. What I would do is I would get my calculator out and I'd try to anticipate what kind of rate of return do they need to make, you know, to take that lump sum in lieu of the pension. But, you know, the reality of it is what a lot of people fail to become aware of is like, what is the tax obligation on that pension for the remainder of their life versus what is the tax obligation on that lump sum if they develop some strategies to perhaps move that tax deferred money to tax free over their lifetime. So what I'd like to do is really just tell you the story of how I helped this young woman make the decision and actually get her to the 0% tax bracket within an eight-year period. So first of all, let me just kind of set the stage. I mean, she walked in, she had a half a million dollars in taxable accounts, money that's already been taxed. She also had a million dollars in her 403B at work. 
And then she had, in addition to that, the opportunity to take that $42,000 a year pension or take a half a million dollar lump sum rolled over into an IRA and take that out accordingly, you know, for the rest of her life, depending upon what her needs were. Well, here's what we did. All right. First of all, I said, hey, do you want to control your taxes, Paula, or do you want your taxes to control you? And guess what she said? I think uh, we all want the control, right? Yeah, she wanted the control. So by taking that lump sum and then actually being able to control the timing of the distribution, she had more control as opposed to just adding $42,000 a year to her tax return plus her social security and other income would have put her in a tax bracket of at least 24%. So what I said is I said, hey, you have a million dollars of 403B money. I'm going to recommend that you take this half a million dollars and add it to your IRA. So now you have 1.5 million in your account that has not yet been taxed. But then I asked her, I said, Paula, is all this money yours? And guess what she said? Uh, she said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She actually said she thought it was hers, but I told her that, hey, when you take the money out, basically one fourth of that money is going to be taxed. And that's at current tax rates. Just a so minor, fourth, just a minor haircut, you know? Yeah. Just a minor haircut. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, one fourth of what you work for all your life. So what we did is, you know, we quantified that our liability was, you know, maybe 25% of 1.5 million which was almost $400,000. So I said, look, regardless, even if taxes don't go up in the future, you have a $400,000 ballpark liability on your current retirement plan. If I could show you over the next eight years how to totally eliminate that, you know, by prepaying your taxes and eliminate all your taxes for the rest of your life, would that be something worth looking at? And what do you think she answered? I would say that's a yes. Yeah, that sounds good. He said it was a yes. Mm-hmm. So what we did is over the next eight years, we figured out, hey, she needs $5,000 a month to live off of. So we're taking sixty grand a year out of her retirement account and paying taxes at historically low rates. And then we're actually moving an additional $120,000 each and every year for the next eight years over to the tax-free bucket, which is a Roth IRA basically for most people. So when we did the math, we figured out that, hey, yeah, you've got to pay that $400,000 in taxes, but we're going to pay it sooner rather than later. And we're actually going to create for the rest of her life tax-free income, not only from her retirement account, but her social security will never be taxed. And that pension that she gave up, that $42,000 a year pension, We've actually created a pension for her beginning in year six of $42,000 a year. But the big difference is this is a tax-free pension as opposed to a taxable pension. A lot of moving parts there, I think, to consider. I've got a couple of follow-up questions to kind of just you know, make sure that we're covering all the bases here, Charles. What about, you know, talk about the tax situation there. What about the conversation about something like inflation? If we're talking about something as long as a potential retirement, 20, 30, maybe 40 years or more, what's the situation there comparing a buyout versus, you know, letting the pension take care of everything? Well, that's a great question. I mean, two things that I think are liabilities accepting a pension are, number one, the pension's fixed. So that $42,000 a year is not growing by 3% a year, which is a treadline inflation rate. And if truth be told, her $42,000 a year pension that we're going to create for her six, seven years down the road, which is tax-free, is not 
inflation adjusted either. However, if you can eliminate taxes on your distribution, basically you covered your inflation. So that's number one. The second problem with taking a pension as opposed to a lump sum is that this is a single woman. If she were to pass away, say in year four or five or 12 or 14, basically her pension goes with her. I mean, she's only getting that $42,000 a year. In the case of rolling it over and then actually passing away in year four, seven or 12, whatever's left in the account goes to her beneficiaries. So when we open up the podcast, we talk about control. And in this example, we're not only controlling her taxes, we're actually controlling her pension lump sum death benefit. That's got to be a huge factor that maybe some folks might overlook what happens to that money after you're gone. Maybe you don't care, but if you do, that's a dramatic difference between all disappearing and you know having something left over to pass on to the next generation or give to charity or whatever it may be that you know you wish to have happen with those dollars rather than essentially just giving it to the government, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, what about the uh, the elephant in the room? You know, this story was, I think you said, what, three years ago or so, it sounded like. So yes. obviously, since then, we've had one major change. President Trump took office. Tax changes, tax cuts, tax you know issues have been at the forefront of the conversation. How have the recent tax changes under President Trump influenced this conversation in any way? Well, they've actually uh, increased the urgency to get these monies shifted from tax deferred to tax free. I'm looking at married filing joint return couple. They could actually have 339,000 of total income and their tax liability, their effective tax rate would be less than 19%. So that's unheard of. When most people, when they do the math, find out that under current tax rates, they'll be paying a, a marginal rate of 24%. And just to define what marginal rate is, that's the tax rate that you paid on the last dollar that went on your return. A lot of people, once they hit age 70, whether they need that money or not, are going to be required to take the money out. And if their marginal tax rate is 24%, and today with 339000 of total income, married, final, joint return, you could pay an effective tax rate of less than 19%. I think most people would, you know, really want to be aware of like the opportunity to maybe prepay taxes as opposed to just keeping their head in the sand and waiting for, you know, things to get better because they're never going to get any better than this. I guess that's the big question is, yeah, looking 10, 15, 20 years into the future, it, it does seem difficult to imagine a situation where our tax rates are less than they are right now based on, you know, that's not really the same as trying to time the market. That's just reading reading some basic tea leaves. Absolutely. So think about it. There's 78 million baby boomers coming off the payrolls onto the entitlement rolls over the next like 10, 12 years. And Think about it, less payroll taxes for the government, more entitlement costs going out to these baby boomers. It's inevitable that one of two things has to happen. Number one, entitlement programs get cut. Number two, taxes go up. Well, here's the thing. Most of us baby boomers are voters, and if someone's gonna vote to decrease my social security, guess what? They're not getting my vote. So I would believe that if most people really you know, answer that question honestly, they would say that it's inevitable that future tax rates are going to be higher, perhaps much higher than they are today. So how did the story end with the lady that came in with that dilemma and with that situation that she was facing? And what was her opinion after everything kind of came to a conclusion and you put together that final plan for? 
Well, she actually started implementing it. We're in our fourth year. So basically, you know, about 40% of her accounts are transferred to Roth accounts. She told about half a dozen of her coworkers, and I had the opportunity to get two additional clients from her referral. And I mean, it really re-emphasized to me, like this really works. It's just math and science. And if everybody looked at their retirement account and just asked this one question, what's my future unfunded tax obligation? I think more and more people would take action on how to either reduce or eliminate it. Well, if you've got any questions about something we've talked about on the show today, great story, Charles. Thanks for sharing that with us, of course. But if you've got questions about maybe a situation you're facing, is a pension buyout a potential thing that you might be offered in the near future? Is it something you've considered before? When it comes back around, do you want to be prepared for it? Are you going through the situation right now and wondering what the right choice is for you? Reach out to Charles and ask him your questions. See if it is a good fit to do the buyout or continue the pension as is. You'll want to get a good look at your overall financial situation to make sure you're getting the right kind of guidance. Charles is there for you over the phone. If you want to pick up the phone and dial in, it's 610-388-7705. Call anytime. That's 610-388-7705. And always online at cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. You can contact us through the website as well. Charles, thanks for the help on the podcast today. It was fun to hear that story and good conversation. Pension buyouts, always an important topic to address and somewhat common these days as more and more companies seem to be offering those. So Good to get the 411 on that topic. Thanks so much for the help, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you, Walter. Enjoyed the time we had together. That's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storl. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and everywhere podcasts are found. And you can always also access the episodes on the website, as we mentioned, cpweldygroup.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you on the next edition of Reengineering Your Finances. Thanks for tuning in. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.